1: NFL experience. They've got the lockers there with all the stuff in them. Okay, we're gonna have somebody here. Who's here? Got I Bobby hear him. Wagner. Bobby I Wagner. We've got Bobby with... Wagner on the program. He's at back there hanging with Chad Ocho Cinco right now. From he's Seattle to LA, back to Seattle. Bobby. Some Wagner. changes with the Seahawks this year. Here he comes. What's up, Bobby? Bobby so, Wagner, future Hall met? of Fame linebacker, one of matter? the best ever. Good to see you. Bobby. Good to see you, buddy. Yes. All right, here we go. It's my first time. Hour it's two of BFT Live.
3: In person, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've talked to him on the phone before. He doesn't remember. Uh, no, nah, I'm on the phone. I in, person. in person. I interviewed you in mean, person. That's right. That's right. That's it's right. That's yeah, right. How right. are you?
0: I'm doing good. Yeah? yeah what's I'm good. What, what's, uh, what's life like, been like, you know, with, you know, Seattle, L.A., back to Seattle once again, right? You know, how's that change of, of life and scenery been so far?
3: Uh, it's been cool. I mean, I think. Uh, you know, for me, I've been in Seattle for a long time, so obviously I'm familiar with it. Yeah. Uh, I got familiar with it. Um, but going back to LA, it was just, that's a life that I was familiar with when I was young. So up. It, it was, it was cool. And then going back to Seattle, um, I think there was a mutual, uh, respect and appreciation, uh, because we stepped away for a year Yeah, that I felt, uh, me and the fans had, and, and, uh, you know, that year was special, um, from that standpoint. Uh, it was just unfortunate that we couldn't, uh, you know, do more. Capitalize, yeah, I we hear couldn't you. do more. Were were
0: you? Did you have any feel or sense at all that this was going to happen with Pete Carroll? Like it caught us by go- off guard. We're we're all over the NFL all the yeah. time, right? Uh, did you have any sense that this was a possibility?
3: I didn't have any sense. Yeah. You know, I think because, you know, obviously it's kind of like with the, uh, you know, Bill Belichick. When you think of Seattle, you think of Pete Carroll, right. and you know, everybody talks about those two. Um, you know those two styles of, of coaching and obviously both are very different but both are very successful right and so um, you know but also you know that, that at some point um, it was going to come to an end um, I just thought maybe Pete would have had more control of it um, he stepped away because he would to retire or something but you know uh, he is the oldest coach in the league and but he doesn't, he doesn't look that way and when you're around him he definitely don't act that way so I'm pretty sure this won't be his last thing and if it is, it's because he wants to. Yeah. Were right.
1: you surprised his name didn't even come up?
3: Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know what goes into that. Uh, the the coaching process, because I think there's a lot of um, candidates over the years that haven't got looked at or haven't got jobs that are surprising to a lot of people. So um, I'm not sure what what goes into that. Um, but yeah, I, I think I don't think um, you know this would be his last thing. But
1: You're, from your perspective. What you've seen, especially after being away a year and coming back, this guy's still got it. He can still do it.
3: His energy is, is crazy. You know, when you, when you, if you put him in front of some of the younger coaches, you won't be able to tell the difference. Yeah, so, you like, he's younger. Yeah, yeah, so he definitely has the energy. Um, it's just, you know, figuring out what they want to do with it.
0: Hey, did nobody tell you that, that? you're old? You're not supposed to be good anymore? Mean, I mean, they tell me. They tell me. You're, they tell <laughs> you're they a good. They're good. you are I mean, really, what you're doing is kind of incredible. I just, I you. hope you know that. You thank know, you. I'm a football historian. I mean, I, you know, grew up in the sport. Thank you. Middle linebackers, and what are you, in 11 now? 12? This what are you is 12. i to be
3: 13. So much Damn. for a football historian. Well, right, I don't, he don't see, remember the he exact. says He's a football
1: historian until you ask him something specific.
3: I just not right. know.
0: totally at the top of my head. I was on the ball court. No worries. But it's incredible. Six time first team All Pro. Right. Six time six times and sure. the the passion's still there to the work in the offseason do all those things you're still full steam ahead yeah
3: man I still you know I take I take my time to you know obviously let my body recover but I try to <clears throat> I try to get going um and you know obviously as you get older um staying in shape and yeah. eating right is 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 way uh more important you know in the off season, but You know, I'm fortunate enough I got a guy like LeBron James to watch and see some of the things that he's doing. Yeah. Um, You know, playing at such a high level at at an age where people think he should not be doing the things that he's doing. Um, I watched Ray Lewis. um, I watched Leonard Fletcher. Right. um, All these guys that have really, really long careers. And, you know, fortunate enough that they were, you know, know, willing to offer me the knowledge that allowed them to to last as long. And so I just try to do my best to – Use some of that as well as do some of the things that I, I believe in.
1: What are some of the oh, things? Okay, what are some of the things? Yeah, that that you're doing because um, it's working.
3: I think it's the changing um, some of the changing workouts. You know, I think as they got later in their career, they, they stopped squatting, right? Because it you know it's harder. So it's the too knees, hard on your yeah, back. So knees, they start all doing, um, you know, more sand training, right. um, more different forms of training. So a lot of that is that um, yoga, um, and then you know just the lifestyle. You know, yeah. I think a lot of, a lot of times guys. When they they don't do the same things and that they do during the season and off season, right? And so just making sure that that's a consistent lifestyle, I think that's the thing too.
0: Monday after a 49ers game in year two, what did it feel like compared to Monday after a 49ers game in year twelve? Like what's what's the difference in Mondays? Now? You know,
3: it's funny. <laughs> um, it's not much difference, right? And the reason why is. Uh, the, the preparation is different. I'd yeah. say year one, year two. You're just going. You know, you're just going. I'm eating pizza. Right. You know what I mean? I'm, you <laughs> you're know, young. My, my, the man. My metabolism was crazy. So, <laughs> right, you know, right. I probably had so much fast food and things of that nature um, that I know if I was still eating like that, right. I would be hurting the yeah, next day. Right. So, I don't eat that way no more, so I, I think you know I recover pretty well, and, yeah. and um, you know I feel good. Yeah, good man. You know the
1: 49ers very well. What's the toughest thing about their offense to defend?
3: I think it's um, the creativity that they have, um, the talent that they have, and so you can—they can run the exact same plays, and it could be for different people. You know, they can have uh, Debo can be an option one play, McCaffrey can be an option another play. Then you got Kittle could be an option for another play. And so normally you come into a game, you try to stop one or two players, uh, but they have so many different people. And then they have, like, really good key role players that can step in and, and do those things as well. And so I think that's what makes it tough. You know, their, their, um, their weapons can can click at the same time, which is dangerous.
0: Yeah, I, there's no doubt. I mean, both teams, you know, you, you've gotten a, a good feel for both of these guys, right? Yeah. Mahomes, what jumps, jumps out to you in
3: your experience playing against him? I think the toughest thing to defend uh, for him is the uh, the off-the-script plays, right. like the plays where um, he just extends the plays or even like where, uh, you know, Kelsey's supposed to run a certain right. route a certain way, but, you know, he reads the defense and, and, and uh, plays it a certain way or kind of just finds the open hole. So, it's um, you know, this is one of those games where, um, you know, you watch film and just – Understand that not they're not going to be exactly where right they're supposed right. to be. You gotta and, be ready for
0: backyard. You know. How do you practice
1: exactly. for that? How do you even begin to practice for that?
3: You don't. Yeah. You don't. Because <laughs> again, like you said, you don't know when it's going to happen. You don't know when they're going to go off script. Um, you just got to be aware that it's going to happen. And I think that's that's the biggest thing is being aware that it's going to happen. What,
1: what but what do you do when it happens? Is it just stay calm? Keep. I mean, what do I
3: what do I do? Everything's gone out the window. Just go to the ball. What do you do? So um, when you play a quarterback, when you play quarterbacks, period, like in my opinion, um, you know, some defenses allow you to read the quarterback's eyes. Right. And comp- like the routes, his, his vision on the, the routes will take you to the routes most times. Right. Um, when you play a guy like this, you have to be more locked in on your person because if he scrambles, they have scramble rules. Right. And so right. Um, if you're locked in on your guy and you just match up on your guy, it gives you a better chance. But if you're looking at the quarterback, this quarterback, yeah, you'll lose your guy, yeah, right. and your guy will, will will make the catch.
0: Right, right. I, I know that's that's why he's the man. Uh, all right. So yeah. here's here's a one I got for you. Right, what's a stronger feeling, the winning of the Super Bowl, or how you felt after the loss of the Super Bowl the next
3: year? Oh uh, man, that's a that's a great question. Um, I would have to say the loss. You're right. And the reason why I would say that is because. Um, when we won, um, we were young. We didn't understand. It was like year two. We're right. not even supposed to be there. Right. Um, and in our mind, it's like we're gonna get there every year. Right. And so going into that next, going into that next year. Yeah, 2014. The statistics were saying we were not going to get back. Right. Um, and it was a challenging season for us. Right. Um, even that the game before we, the, you know, going NSC to the championship yeah, game. That, right. that, that that was a hard game. Right. But we were able to get there. Yeah, you guys were in trouble and came back. Exactly. Right. And then you know, we're going back and forth, and we're literally right there on the doorstep to you know doing things that people said that we couldn't, and we obviously didn't didn't uh you know didn't finish the job. And then I think, um, just what happened after that, the, the business happened after that. So yeah. you had like, you know, obviously the feelings from the loss, but then you had the contracts right. that had to be Free figured out. Free agents and you know, uh, you everybody to you know, go. Everybody. Right. Now we're not young. Now we're like, okay, we're, right. we need to get paid. and right. Now the business coming to us. But we were still able to, um, you know, have our group last longer than than people, you know, expected together. But, uh, you know, unfortunately we just couldn't get another Just run
0: the ball up the middle uh, well, of Marshall. Let,
1: let, let me ask this. How long did it take to get over that decision to throw instead of run? And were there some guys on that team that never got over it?
3: Me, it didn't take that long. Um because, I, I, you know, it kind of made you more hungry to, to try to get back there. Um, but I, I will say there's there's certain guys that are still not over it to this day. Wow. Yeah. All Tell right. us.
1: Uh, go ahead. Well, I was
0: going to say. you setting uh, it up. Well, I was, I'm going to hear it. Mr. It Nationwide. I mean, you're good to yes. play a middle and, and he's a finalist for Walter yes. Payton Man of the Year sure Award, too. We're not sure about all this other stuff. So let's see it.
3: <laughs> Nationwide. Yeah. Um, you know, our partnership and what they've done with the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, um, they've, they've came across, I think this is 10-year mark, um, of them being a partner with, uh, you know, for the Walton Payton Man of the Year. Um, the things that they're doing um, to help us and, you know, kind of push our platform, um, I believe it's uh, $2.3 um, million that they've, um, you know, kind of given away and, yeah. and helped, you know, the causes and things like that. Um, I think it's just been a blessing um, to be a part of it, a blessing to partner with them, you know, on something like this because I think at the end of the day, you know, uh, football is amazing, uh, but what we do with our gift and what we do with you know some of the the finances that we've been able to to accumulate over the course of my 12-year career um, to help other people and having them you know help us has been amazing.
1: That patch, it's awesome, that goes on your jersey when you win and what it represents, but that mm, is the most cool. awesome patch in all of football yeah. when you see that the 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 old sculpture in the cape it's just great yeah. we wish you all the best thank as you are one of the finalists this year for the Man of Paint Man sure. year award thank you. Yep. Bobby Wagner future Hall of Famer Seattle Seahawks we'll Precision. be back with more PFT Live right after this
3: thank you guys
2: around any corner within every battle and with the dawn of each new day the threat of the unexpected the unpredictable and the unrelenting lies in wait but Marines will always be there. They are the constant in the chaos. No matter the battlefield, Marines adapt to win, defeating every shifting threat, protecting our nation's future. The few, the proud, the Marines. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
4: One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. (laughs) AutoTrader. Hurts back again. He steps up. He's looking. He is going
0: deep. And it is caught. It is caught down the far side of the field. Woo, it is Devontae Smith for a touchdown. That's skinny and Batman. And the Eagles take the lead.
1: That's skinny Batman. Skinny Batman. Skinny Batman getting it done. Skinny Batman skinny here with Batman. us. Devontae Smith. You're too Smith. skinny,
0: man. You can't play in this league. You're going to get hurt. You can't handle it, man.
1: <laughs> You're proving them all wrong. What do they got to say now? Hey, what man. do you got to say to them?
5: Just continue to, to do what I've been doing.
0: Right. You're doing great,
1: man. We've had a lot of fun watching you so far. Another 1,000-yard receiving season for Devontae Smith, three years in. Doesn't it fly by? I feel like we were just talking to you as you are getting ready to get drafted. Yeah, definitely, man. Time moves fast. Yeah, it does. It does. All right, so, you know,
0: like, do you – how much – we're here now. You just told me you're going home Saturday. How much – how many times this year, how many times this week do you still think about last year's Super Bowl?
5: Um, Anytime, you know – it comes on, something like that. Like I'm at a restaurant. This playing. I think about it all the time. You know, man. You know, it's it's hard to get there. Right. And you know, you never know if you're going to get back. So right. you know, you have that one opportunity. You were so close, and you just always think about man. What?
0: Like, like we just had Bobby Wagner here, and he said literally they won one and they lost one, and the stronger feeling is the one he lost. Yeah. Right. He that hurts him, and he feels that more. So are you at a point where like, you see the game come on from last year or highlights, like you turn the TV off, you don't even want to live with it. Or you can at least like deal with it and that that
5: kind of thing. I can deal with you it. You can deal I with can it. I can deal with it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Does it make it harder that this year you guys were eleven and one, and and I know you weren't blowing people out, but you're still eleven and one. You're eleven and one, and then it turned the other way. Does it make it harder to deal with the fact that it felt like we had a chance to get back there, but then something went haywire?
5: Um, it is, it is kind of tough. Um, cause you think about everything that you did in those twelve weeks prior to you know the downfall, and it was just like. It wasn't pretty, but we were getting it done. And then it came to a point where we couldn't get it done. So it was just like, were we just getting away with it, or were we actually just going out there, executing the small things that got us to where it was?
0: Where, where, where do you feel like it went wrong, right? I mean, I know you don't have the exact answer, but guys in the locker room usually have a little feel about the mojo of the locker room and the team, right? Like, what was your sense and kind of why it kind of started to
5: snowball downhill? Um, I just I just feel like we just couldn't find a way to stop the bleeding. I feel like everybody still had the goal as the goal. Everybody was still chasing that goal, but um we just couldn't find a way to stop the bleeding. Like you could feel could you feel like do you think the team like felt the pressure of like, hey, we gotta do something? Like did it
0: become like that where tension?
5: I don't think it was pressure because right. I feel like guys were still attacking the week the same way. Right. The energy at practicing everything was still good, but we just could not find a way to stop. It.
1: Did yeah. it start with the 49ers game? I feel like that was the thing that started the bleeding that couldn't be stopped.
5: Um, yeah, I would say that, that's where it started. You know, um, that little stretch we went through, you know, that, that's a tough stretch. There was a tough stretch. And, um, you know, getting down, you know, every game came down to, you know, the last possession. So, you know, like I said, it was a tough stretch. And um, I think that's where it kind of started. You know, guys were getting fatigued. And not to make an excuse, but, you know, it's a long season and you have to find a way to get around it. And I just feel like we never got around it. Right. Long season last year, too. It starts to pile up, right?
0: Yeah. You know, who's who's the guy in the locker room, like, you guys had so many great leaders and you got so many great damn football players. It's probably a big part of the d- disappointment because you're like, damn, we're good. How could this happen? Who's the guy in the locker room that's kind of like, you know what the what the hell are we doing? What's let's, let's go, mofo's. What the hell are we do? Who's that guy that kind of speaks up?
5: I feel like we have uh, had a lot of guys that had those conversations. Right. But it was me, Jalen, Kelsey, Fletch, AJ. Um, a lot of guys had those conversations. We either, we even started, you know, our own meetings having those conversations. I remember and, hearing that? And it just, I don't know, man. It was just hard to turn around. Yeah. Right. You you
0: you played both of these teams, right? Give us your. Little scouting report on what jumps out to you about about both that impresses you and maybe where they could be had
5: too. Um, two very explosive offenses, right? Um, you know, having a guy like Patrick Mahomes back there, and then you have Travis Kelsey with him. Um, you know, you can never count those guys out. Right. You know, they've been they've been there plenty of times. Coach Reed, he's been there plenty of times, and you know you can never count those guys out. They the moment is never too big for them. But, right. You know, with the 49ers having the dynamic offense that they have, um, Shanahan over there. Um, it's, it's tough when you have that many guys on the offense side of the ball that's so explosive. Right. You you I get the sense there. Are you leaning 49ers in this matchup a little bit? Um. No, I don't necessarily have. Oh, uh, b- don't give me that bull crap, Devontae. Never never bet against Patrick Mahomes. Okay. So there hey, you have it. That's that where we
1: were, like no joke. I mean. We said the same thing last year when you were getting ready to play him. We kind of said the you same thing. You guys had we're a better not. team, but it's Patrick
4: Mahomes. Yeah, yeah.
0: And we felt like you guys hadn't been in any close games where they were playing in these close games, and we were like, they're going to be used to it if it's close. Did that kind of come into your guys' psychology at all, or do you feel like that was the fact that you steamrolled everybody almost hurt you in the Super Bowl?
5: Um, no, I feel like we was always ready for the moment. Um, I think it was just, you know, some plays that we wish we could have had back. Right. That, you know. It, it, the game comes down to who, who takes the ball, and we didn't do that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Next year, when the Eagles start off 0-0 and and start winning games, what's going to be the reason why the Eagles have found their mojo again?
5: Um, everybody's just having faith in each other, knowing that you know the guys that was there last year that's going to still be there this year, knowing what last year felt like, knowing what went wrong, um, and just what it took for us to, to get back and what it's going to take for us not to get back where we was
0: you you um you 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 like your team you yourself right i always i think i've asked you this before but like give me one or two guys in football right now offense defense right receiver that you admire most you can't say aj brown all right but somebody else out there that you look at and go wow like my first few years in the league i'm like i didn't realize
5: that guy was that good and give me one on the defensive side too um uh. Keenan Allen was always my guy. Right. Um, watching him, um, you know, at the top of his routes, the suddenness that he had, the yeah. decision-making, he was always a guy that I studied. So I would say it would be him. And then on the defensive side, uh, I would say when I came in, Slay, um, you know, just the, the preparation that he has, the yeah. film, study. Right. Um, I think what stood out to me the most is when we had a talk before my rookie year before the first game. Um, everything that he seen about me, everything that, you know, he, he it was like he was studying me. Right. And he said, I can tell you when you're finna run a certain route by when you do certain things. And huh. that was stood out to me like, okay, this is what they mean in NFL when they say guys are studying things. Right. They can tell when you are giving tendencies away. Right. Did right. you
1: take that then and, and change things up
0: oh, after yeah, everything you told you?
5: Definitely. Yeah. You, you, you okay,
1: you played these corners
0: here. Is it fair to say, like, Sneed was the best corner on both football teams? You know, playing man. I, I know that Charvarius is good on the 49ers. They got, uh, of course, uh, my man from Washington, McDuffie, on the Chiefs. I like McDuffie. McDuffie is the guy? I, I like
5: McDuffie. Um, you know, plays in the slot, plays outside. Right. Um, he's good in the run fits. Tackles, um, you right? Know, tackling and things like that. I, I love McDuffie's game. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, he,
1: so you think he's the best all-around corner yeah. in this football game? Yeah. Yeah. Baby girl before week one. Congratulations. Appreciate it. How's it been so far?
5: Oh, it's been great, man. You know, staying up in in the middle of the night, but it's it's fun. Yeah, yeah. How's she is. sleeping? Uh, she's up and down. One night she sleeps, one night she doesn't. Do you do diapers? Do you change them? Yeah,
1: that's the best yeah. part
0: of it. Don't forget, you're rich and you can pay some people to help you
5: out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, don't forget
1: that. Just letting you know. Hey, all right. <laughs> tell us what's up with Toyota.
5: Um, yeah, you know, Toyota is officially the um automotive partner of the NFL now, and um. At Super Bowl experience, they have a game that you can play to get familiar with the Tacoma, the 24 Tacoma they have coming out.
0: Okay. A little Tacoma action. Yeah. All right. All right. I see it. You Look at you out here, one of the best receivers in football. Now he's making money on Radio Row. Selling for Toyota. All right. Is, wait, wait, what's the game? What's the game consist of over there? Um, like throwing a ball or catching a ball or what? Yeah, I don't
5: know, but I will be over there to, you know, play the game with some fans and, you know, get used to it.
0: Okay, all right. Well, I'm going to be checking it out on social media, see how you do in that game. Just look so for know.
1: Devontae Smith <laughs> at the NFL Experience with the Toyota game involving the new Tacoma. Congratulations on your success. Keep kicking ass. We look forward to seeing what you do next year. We look forward to talking to you again down the road. Devontae Smith, more you're too PFC skinny, man. from you're the Super Bowl. Skinny. Right after this, Appreciate it. we continue here at Radio Road. Joining us now, one of the best receivers in the National Football League. One of the who, best. Who finally got onto the kind of platform that allowed the world to recognize right. what Chris Sims has been saying. For years now, and he really has been. I was giving you a hard time before, but he has been. <laughs> DJ Moore, one of the best receivers in football, probably in your top five.
0: D- I mean, top five, right? Is it frustrating as a receiver off of that sometimes to go like, man, I know I'm like as good as Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson, uh-huh. and you're not in the right situation. You're watching them get all the attention. How?
4: What is that like? Yeah, when the stats marry each other, it's, it's like maybe it's because they're in a better market, but in Carolina, you know, it's a small— Small little market, so when right. I got to Chicago, it was just like I was doing the same things there, now I'm doing here right, and right. it just got blown up. Yeah. So I'm had happy a, for A it. Monday
0: night game, you did it, you had yeah. stuff like that, all of a sudden you're you're out there and you're a yeah. star. So
4: definitely the Thursday night game is the is Thursday night. Maybe blow up. Right. The Washington game. How much, game.
1: Yeah. How much yeah. did you know it was coming last year when the trade happened? Do you have an idea it might happen or it's just like boom, they call you up, you're going to Chicago? Uh,
4: happened like that. Uh Happened so fast. I was just coming down my driveway because we was changing houses, uh, me and my family. So it was like, uh, yeah, you're getting traded to Chicago. Uh, so wait,
1: you're changing houses in Charlotte. Yeah. And now it's time to change houses again. Yeah. Man. Oh,
4: wow. So it was like, bang. Signed a deal. Next year, okay, you, you're leaving. We trade you for the first overall pick. Uh, so I was like, dang. Yeah damn but it's been cool right the experience yeah it's been great uh chicago the fans the organization have been lovely they all treated me with open arms so I loved
0: it. Yeah, all right, so we're not gonna dance around this subject. You know where we're going right I know here, where you're right? Going, right. Yeah. All right. I mean, right because, to it, baby. Right, we right. might as well just get it get it over with. Because I think we're both believers in keep Justin Fields. Yeah. He does a lot of good, right? He's getting better and better, throwing mm-hmm. decisions, all that. Build the freaking team around you guys. We're kind of that, but we feel like it may be going the other way. So uh, where, where are you feeling about this or how are you feeling about you took this? took the
4: words right out of my mouth? Yeah, That's, uh, everything I've been saying so uh, his growth has been phenomenal if you look at the games where he came back off an injury He's been everything that you can ask out of a quarterback. Uh, just putting your players in position to win and Getting the ball to his playmakers and if he got to do it himself. He he does it himself and takes it like 50 60 yards and uh, does his thing and that's all you can ask—is just steady growth, and that's what he did.
1: Yeah. Hey, DJ, tell us something we don't know
4: about Justin Fields that we should know. Uh, he's a great leader. Like he might not say it uh, out loud, but he leads by example. And like if he has to speak up, he will speak up and make things happen.
0: Are you surprised with like how it's so polarizing? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, it feels like in Chicago he turned the fan base a little in his favor towards the yeah. end of the year, where I would go on things in Chicago and they'd be like, yeah, we're, we're up for keeping Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. But,
4: I mean, do you f- get exhausted, like, kind of sticking up for him at times? Uh, no, I don't get exhausted because I know uh, his growth and that uh, everything that he went through uh, the, had the past year and then the year that I came in. So just to see that year that he, they went three in what something yeah, like that, right? And then to the turn around and just had, add more four four more wins, it had had to be something uh, with growth. Uh, so I'm proud of them, and uh, I know the fans love them. And and I you're really on record, know, and you want Justin Fields as your quarterback. I'm definitely on record. Yeah.
1: This year started slowly, and then there was a point where it all turned. And by the end of the year, you were one of those teams like you know the rest of the teams that are getting into the NFC playoffs may not want the Bears to right. get in. What was the thing that turned it around for yeah. you guys?
4: Uh, just everybody just, just honing in on different things. You know, O-line was just focused on the O-line. Running backs was focused on their game plan. Receivers and quarterbacks was focused on their – so everybody was just locked in and just like, hey, we got to make this thing go. The coaches just, just going to call the players that they call, and we just got to make it work. Good. How
1: surprised were you that Luke Getze, the offensive coordinator,
4: wasn't kept with the team? Uh, how surprised was I? I mean, it was 50-50. I – it was, uh, exit interviews was uh, with the GM and, and the head coach, so. You could no feel it know, a little. You could feel uh, it you coming. Could, you uh, could feel something. There was questions ruined. or yeah. something, right. So, at that point, it was just like, it's up to them to make the decision, and everybody gave their input, and, I mean, that happened, and now we have Shane, so on to that. What's the, what's the big difference between Chicago and Carolina? Like, just playing there and, and being a part um, of, you know, both those kind of. Cultures, the fans. The fans are crazy are in Chicago, crazy, right? Chicago, right? And they're starving. It's, it's, they're starving, but they—they're crazy, respectable fans. You know, they—if cool. they, they see you out there, they respect you. Uh, if you with your family or out eating. And Charlotte, they're the same way, but Charlotte, they was a little bit more scary and timid. to come up, and Chicago, oh, they Chicago, just, they're they're just like, hey, hey, hey up. I'm yeah. a Chicago bandstand. Yeah, hey, yeah. Right. come on, <laughs> right to you, but they'd be respectful with it.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, I know, you know, I, I think you're one of the most talented guys in football, and usually talent knows talent, right? Mm-hmm. I told you before we started, Michael Parsons said you were the best player he played against two years ago. Give me receiver in football right now that kind of puts you in awe at times and you go, damn, that's a baller, Mm -hmm. and give me a defensive guy that you just go, damn, that guy's good when I see him on the field every week. Uh...
4: Justin Jefferson has a hot hand right now, yeah, receiver. Right. No, he does different things. He's uh, a fanboy, Justin Jefferson. Watch out! He's a Minnesota Vikings fan. Oh no!
0: Oh, I know, right? Yeah. So you know, this is about want to talk to Justin Jefferson. And you just want to this make this isn't you isn't about amazing. me.
1: We we and, and he's the DJ Moore fanboy, yeah. right? And when Justin was on yesterday, he—I didn't do this to him, and he didn't do this. So <laughs> I, you know, go ahead, you do your up. thing. Do your thing. He, he, he was talking about Justin Great Jefferson. players. Go ahead. Yeah,
4: he does some amazing things, as you can see. Put his career his young career together it's been amazing. Uh the one hand catches the him showing up in big time moments and then on the defensive side you gotta give it to Sneed from the Chiefs. Oh. He's been shadowing people and right. putting people on locks. Uh so I mean, yeah, you got I to face that, to that this year, yeah, right? So yeah. he so really—it was—he was the real deal. Real deal. Did he yeah. try yeah, to, to
1: manhandle you the way we saw him do to Tyreek?
4: Uh, yeah, he called me one time. Like <laughs> he did. Yeah, and uh-huh. I was like, all right, don't do that again. <laughs> and I was ready for it after that. Like he called me on—it was like real sneaky with it. So uh, you like, don't know when it's coming. So yeah. it was, it was What's like, he do
1: right. though? What's he do that, that you don't see it coming? Just his demeanor, uh, like he acts like he's
4: not going to do it, and then he just does it. He like—he's looking at the ball, and then he like quick jams you as soon as like he knows the snap counts coming so it was like like a real big shock when and you you're looking
2: hit. at the ball yeah so to i was like, looking and yeah. then i
4: turned i got hit i said whoa <laughs> <laughs> i i appreciate you
0: being uh honest about it yeah. and letting us know that that's that's uh, that's cool you got something going on with
4: mountain dew tell us more about it dj yeah i'm with mountain dew uh after i had this big commotion uh on a on a podcast with a fellow teammate of mine. uh of St. Brown and about me loving Mountain Dew. They they, they reached out and wow. Uh, wow. Now now uh Baja Blast is a big deal. And on Sunday it's a big commercial coming out and I uh, can't wait to see it and uh I may or may not be a part of it, so. Uh, wow, we've got which to means wait he's a part of it. Wow. Uh, which means he's a part of it. Baller here is doing last
1: Super Bowl. Last I got home last Mountain night after Dew. eleven, and I stopped at the store in yeah. the hotel. And I got a big bottle of diet Mountain Dew, yeah. and I drank it all, and it was awesome. And then I was up till three.
4: Wait, but
0: mine, <laughs> that's what it do. I love Mountain Dew. Like yes. Mountain Dew, other than just Pepsi itself, is yes. my next drink. Like d- definitely down the line, you're drinking diet Mountain
4: Dew. Yeah, I would diet.
0: Like what do you? What do you? What do you? Under, I'm trying, underwear I'm trying, trying to slim this Maybe I do. <laughs> yeah, nah, you got to go, go, <laughs> go
1: regular Mountain Dew, mountain Dew man. Come right. on. Well, DJ, congratulations on your success. We're both big fans. Great to see you doing well with the Bears, and we'll be watching and waiting to see what happens at the quarterback position. Thanks, Thank as always. You're the man, you. D. All right, back yeah, with more right. from Radio Row after this. In four games this season do you feel like you've had less time to get open and create space for yourself
6: now nah, i'm open i'm always f- open excuse my profanity i'm sorry 7-11 that's all i gotta say brother
2: uh,
6: he is always yes. open even
1: when he's not open Our he is open right jamar chase bengal's receiver one of the greats in the nfl right now great to see you jamar
6: thank y'all for having me to see
0: y'all. What is it every year that takes you guys like a little bit to get going on the offensive side of the ball, right? Even when you man, go you to the just Super jump Bowl, jump right into it. No yeah. small hey. talk. No, hey, i, I do not d- mind that. No short <laughs> <It's, it's, it's, laughs> no, no, he doesn't <laughs> tiptoe. I just heard what he said on there. He threw the F word out there. We get right to it.
6: Sure, because <laughs> no I mean, at the end of the day, it, it happens, man. And um I, I don't know why we always start off so slow, but you no, know, I, I would love to start off fast. I mean, we got to work on that as yeah. a as a whole unit. and um you know, maybe maybe we just got to come down to some core plays that we just like running off first place, couple plays of the game.
0: Right, right. You'd like, like a better openers, right? right. To just get just you going that way. Maybe, you know, you got to yeah. see
6: play around, see what we can do.
0: Yeah, okay. I like that. Um, you're, you are like, all right, first off, I want to pick a fight between you two, actually. Okay, right, there we go. That's yeah. fine. Do you know who his favorite <laughs> receiver fun. is? That's fine. He's a Vikings fan. Jefferson, yeah, I'm assuming. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. Jamar's number two. I'm always kind of trying to ain't, tell him, like, you're nothing. better than J- you're better than JJ, but he uh, he don't want to hear it. So. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Who is
1: better between the you? Uh, of oh, you? I'm not, to not you. gonna say him. <laughs> you're not. Gonna I, love say him. Him. I love him like death. I love him like death. Are, but are you? Like, I, I think I got the impression you're waiting to see what happens with his deal, so then you can do a better deal. Is that what you're waiting for? I mean, um, I have
6: zero control right now, man. Honestly, I'm just gonna let God take His toll and, and guide me through this right now. Um, but you know, I would love to get a deal done this year. Uh, we got a lot of pieces we got to take care of already, so you know, I'm just gonna sit back and be patient.
0: But there's a little inkling in you that just wants to make sure you get a little more than JJ, right? I mean, I would if he was my boy from college. Uh, yeah. I'd be like,
6: I mean, that's gonna go with you. Could, see, you going away back to college where we just talking trash all day, man. Yeah, him. right. I mean, so right. um, yeah, you know what I'm saying. At the end of the day, who knows what he's asking? He's, Probably want quarterback money, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. don't you? Deserve, don't you I mean, want quarterback I want, money? I want it too. He yeah. it. I deserve <laughs> it. You he do. knows
1: me well enough to know I'm a firm believer that great players should get paid what mm-hmm. they're worth. You only got a limited number of years yeah. where they're going to pay you that kind of money. Get what you can while you can. How do you balance that against we got a team and there's only so much to go around? I mean, yeah. Joe got his. Joe got what he deserved. Yeah. How do you strike that balance for yourself?
6: Yeah, um at the end of the day it depends on, you know, if you wanna be with a good team or you are just want it for the money, you know. I mean, at the end of the day I want a championship. I wanna get a Super Bowl and uh as all greats say, you know, that's what they all want too. And um that's what it's gonna come down to, you know, when my time is up with the deal and you know, and it's actually time for me to do the deal. So um only God can tell, man.
0: But you're you're willing, like it sounds like, to make a little sacrifice for the team. Like I, I know I know you want to maximize I wanna, money. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Right. Yeah,
6: definitely. I want. But you're not willing to like. I can, but I don't want. You don't want to ruin the team over every last beat, dollar. You know, yeah. Right. Then right. It's, it's gonna be worse than what it is now. You know what I'm saying? Just a straight cloud the whole game, and you know what I'm saying? And right. I might get mad, take myself out the game, or some other stuff. So. Right. You know I got to keep pieces around. That's how.
1: That's how a good team stay good. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you played the Chiefs week 17, New Year's Eve, did you think after that game this is a team that's going to be in the Super Bowl? Um,
6: Nah, I mean, everybody know I don't really like the Chiefs. You know what I'm saying? You no, know, We know you don't like them, right?
0: I ain't going to never cheer
6: for them. Yeah, so.
0: but but you thought there was a chance, even because we were all sitting here yeah. going, man, the Christmas Honestly. game, you saw them against the yeah. Raiders. They stunk, right? You yeah. were going like, holy crap.
6: I mean, they did. They, 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 they turned it up after our game, I would say. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, right. it, it was a different type of football team, and and it showed after they played us, you know what I'm saying? And, and we got the best of them, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, Jay came in, played a great game, you know what I'm saying? T came in, and unfortunately ended up getting himself banged up. Yeah. I was already banged up, so it, it wasn't already going our way that game yeah so,
0: um, the year wasn't going your way yeah, yeah yeah so
6: i mean we we put our foot down and, and played through it at the end of the day right,
0: right. so you played both teams right yeah you, you you went into san francisco beat the 49ers i think 31 17 midpoint of the year or week seven or eight yeah right give us your your kind of scouting assessment of both teams and kind of how you think this matchup plays um, out yeah
6: so from my pers- from my my perspective on what i see from you know how we played those two teams um when we played 49ers, Joe was 100% healthy. Right. And everyone's seen how that transitions from him being healthy and him not being healthy. Yeah. Um, and that's the biggest discussion right now. Like it's, it's, it's easy to see. And, you know, when Jake came in, um, you know, we changed up the offense a little bit, but Jake came in and, and filled in, did his role, right. made plays. and. You can't blame a backup quarterback for not no, doing that. He's not Joe saying? Burrow, right? He, he can't be Superman, but right. as long as he come in and makes plays, and you know he gives opportunity to his playmakers, then so, as a quarterback, you want that.
0: Yeah. So, so off of that, because you chickened out there, who do you think? Like, where are you <laughs> giving them? Where are you giving the lean here? Like, where do you think? Who, who, where, where do you expect um, this game to go? For me, I, I think forty nine is going I think it's gonna be a close game,
6: man. It's Two outstanding defense at yeah. the end of the day, and, right? It's gonna be all about who gets the most pressure on the quarterback. You yeah, know what I'm saying, and uh, whoever well, got the best scheme. Um, but I probably got like I got 49ers by a field goal.
0: 49ers by a field goal. close. right, you're one of the few, right? You really are. We've only had like two people so far. I think the 49ers can win that kind of game. They, they, they can.
6: And, and not saying pressures on Brock Purdy, but pressures on his playmakers at the end of the day, because yeah. they got to win the one-on-one matchups. They got to win to get open and. The receivers got to be yak after catches and stuff like that. So, um, you know, the receivers and the tight end and Chris McCaffrey, those guys got to be on their A game. Right. The stuff yeah.
1: that you do and the T. Higgins does, that's what those guys are going to have to do. They're going to have to get open and make it happen. What's the challenge when you lose your starting quarterback to yeah. kind of get everybody focused and determined? We can still do what we're trying to do. Yeah. This just doesn't end the season. And it didn't. You guys were still in it up until yeah. the very end. What's that, what's that experience like, though, trying to rally a locker room mm-hmm. to say, our leader's gone, our best player's gone, our quarterback's gone, what do we do going forward?
6: Yeah, um, I think that's where the other captains come into play at. You know what I'm saying? And um, I had to step into that role and be a little more vocal. Um, you know, Trey Henderson, you know, he doesn't be vocal, but he, he had to be vocal. Um, Sam Herbert, like, those guys has to speak up and, you know, be the captain that Joe was. And at the end of the day, um, you know, what I did was – just cheer jake on you know what i'm saying i was always on his side cheering for him competing for him and at the end of the day that's all like, i asked for it because you know like i said he's the backup and i just let him come in and play his game freely i didn't coach him i didn't say throw me the ball this way And I, you know i just let him come in and play his game
0: yeah what, what, what the relationship with the, like you and joe give us like a little inside look like yeah. i know you guys are boys right but how much boys are we playing like madden together <laughs> are we like hanging out drinking beers every now and then or is it more like no we're kind of just boys when we're in the facility and we yeah. know everything about each other football wise yeah
6: um, i think i think it's both man we we know each other off the field too you know at the end of the day um you no, know, we go hang out at each other's at each other's houses. You know, I try to get him outside with me sometimes. Smoke so. some cigars. Smoke some cigars, you okay. know what I'm saying? So yeah. All right. Know, he, he does a little bit, but um, you know, that's not really his comfort zone and I'll be trying to get him out of his comfort zone just yeah, up a little bit.
0: Right. You try to get them out there, get yeah. them
6: social. Yeah.
0: I like it. Yeah. All right. Hey, Joe, don't be such a quarterback nerd all the time. I mean, Live life a little. Nah, you could be a quarterback nerd because <laughs> you you like be that. Smart. You need yeah, to be that quarterback smart, nerd, brother. I love it.
1: <laughs> One thing you have in common with Justin Jefferson, you're both great receivers, two of the best in the league. Another thing, he was here for Sleep Number, you're here for Sleep yeah. Number. Make it, Let's see if you're, we'll put them up side by side. Let's <laughs> see whose Sleep Number pitch is better. Okay. Here's yours.
6: All right, so I'm here today with Sleep Number, and you know, as you know, it's 80% of NFL players with sleep number, and they give us that to make sure we get better tracking on our sleep, better performance for our games. Right. Um, they actually gave me a sleep doctor to give me ex- extra pointers on how I should sleep with time, yeah. I should go to sleep by, I should start doing a schedule, right. um, and my sleep number is at 40 right now, so you know I'm getting decent sleep. It could be better, but I'm getting decent sleep, and that's what the sleep doctor did for me. And, you know, I'm going to take his his pointers that he gave me and, and try them out this
1: next year. Are you a nap guy or do you just do all your sleeping at night?
6: I do all my sleeping at night. night. I'm right, young, so I got to so I gotta be right. going.
1: All right. All right, all right. You don't need, need, You're don't need sleep. You're young and full of energy.
0: And put everybody to sleep. Give <laughs> me a damn sleep, sleep number, Jamar We'll be Chase. back with more PFT Live right after this. I need one.
1: Come and see Thanks, Jamar. <laughs> Look right, at man. that. Yeah. Here we are on the strip at the Media Center Radio Row. Thursday of Super Bowl week. Joining us now. Oh, yeah. We went for all these. The hell with all these, like. I like the guys
0: who might want to hit a quarterback. Right. I know you do because now you know. I'm waiting for one of them to hit you. Matthew Judon,
1: linebacker of the Patriots.
0: Matthew Judon, one of the best pass rushers in football. First off, we have to comment on your outfit. That's where we have to start. Right? Outside linebackers usually don't dress like this right here. This is a very unique style, it's almost bohemian. Right? Like, I don't even know what you would classify you know, it
7: like. I, I bought it like this. It's I can. It's cool. You know, uh, my guy made my pants, you know, uh, and then got some Jordans on to Travis Scott's. But, mm. yeah, yeah. I mean. You're cool. Can't
0: right? hide that's, Can't hide money. Can't hide money as Chris no. No, you no. can't hide money. And nobody is going to sell pants off the rack that fit over these <laughs> freaking quads <laughs> and that big butt he has. So hey, that's hope- not going to happen. That's Pulse. not. So you got to get some. <laughs> you got to get some personal made
7: clothes.
1: Got yeah, yeah, got right. These custom made. Usually, usually, what we do with these interviews, we talk for a while, and then at the end, we have to mention the plug because somebody's here for this company that kind. I want to start with your plug mm-hmm. because what you are plugging is your own deal. You are opening <laughs> a restaurant. Yeah. Have you not watched The Bear? Uh, are you crazy?
7: Ah, uh, <laughs> man, I, th- I think it's a. Uh, we we in Victory Park. It's a great location. We're right uh, by uh, American Airlines Arena. We're going to have great food. It's a, a Southern Fusion. We're gonna Victory
0: ha- Park, Boston? We're right no, there? No, no, no.
7: I'm in Dallas. You're in Dallas. Okay. All right. Make sure everybody knows. All right. Okay. All right. we we, right? In, we in downtown Dallas, Texas. Right. Uh, right off the, uh, in Victory Park, right by American Airlines. You can lead a game and walk to a restaurant. It's called uh, Nine Kitchen and Lounge. And uh, the the thing that we're stressing is a great experience. You know, uh, you can go a lot of places and get good food. We're going to have great food. But the thing that's going to make people come back is the experience and the customer service and the vibe that you get from the restaurants. That's why you go to places and – they your favorite. They your favorite place. Like I'm gonna take my mom here if she come visit. If if I go to Dallas, this is where I want to go, and that's what I that's what I want, and All I right. want people to come and have a good experience.
1: So how's the mac and cheese? <laughs> have it tasted. <laughs> I, you know, I, I had a, I had enough people say it's good,
7: but. Uh, I think it's nasty. You know, so. <laughs> I'm, with I'm with you. I'm
0: not down with the mac and cheese either. Yeah, man. But what's
7: the go-to dish? What's the go-to dish for you? The go-to dish, uh, see, everywhere I go, right, I always start with a Caesar. So we're going to have a, a black ink Caesar. Okay. And so you got to come try that. Uh, we going to have uh, an oxtail risotto in there. Uh, we're going to have some of your favorite southern foods, uh, whether that's catfish or a, a type of fish or right. daily catch uh things like that and then it's a couple like you know matt judon specials on the minion so uh we're gonna put out the minion uh, pretty soon and uh march 15th is uh when we gonna open all up. right awesome. I, tell risotto, awesome. I can get
0: down with that
7: that's what i'm saying I, I can i
0: can get down if i'm in dallas i'm gonna try this out for all sure right.
1: all right what do you think about the coaching change in new england something that Seemed unthinkable, but we kind of feel it was coming, and now here's Gerard Mayo taking over.
7: Uh, I think for Mayo to get the job uh, in the fashion that he did, just waiting his time, uh, I love that for him, and I think uh, we couldn't we couldn't hired a better hire uh, to be successor of Bill. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's just tough. You know, we've seen it done one way for so long, uh, and then you just don't know what's going to happen. It's the unknown. Uh, but I think uh, Mayo is going to take the Patriots where they need to go. I don't know if it's going to be as long as Bill d- did it or if it's how, it, how he did it. Right, It's going to be a different style. And I think Mayo is that guy.
0: Were you shocked this year about how quickly it kind of unraveled? Not necessarily, but like just around Bill like how they, you know, it seemed like a lot of people were quick to jump on him, right? You know, fan base in New England, the media, even the national media, was that a little shocking in the locker room?
7: Uh, you know, you know, I think it was a kind of a love hate thing for Bill. Like everybody loved him because he won, but a lot of people hated him because right, he the way he was acted always at winning. Yeah. this is what we said and, too. Will. And so and so, I think it was just he he was an easy guy to kick, you know, for it. But I don't. Yeah. He didn't play not one game. You know, he didn't make a tackle. He didn't. He didn't make an interception. He. You know, he didn't throw an interception. None of that. And so, oh uh, look so, uh, baby, watch look out.
0: out! You know who this? Is. He's in soft. the middle you of know the don't live worry show. Don't about this guy. Here he, he is. You didn't even play football this year. What are you doing? this Devin McCourty <laughs> throwing haymakers.
1: Coach Belichick leaves, and we're already doing media. Oh again. my oh. Damn. Goodness. damn! Damn. So, keep your earpiece in. Talk to him. Uh,
7: now, man. what up, D man? Now, <laughs> now, see, uh, once you lead a game, right. you're supposed to lead a game. He's still limping. He didn't get no treatment. <laughs> Uh, but, I, you know, you know, Bill didn't make no plays, and so I think he was just an easy guy to say it's his fault. Right. But, you know, when it was winning and stuff, it was everybody else. So, you know, it, it's just tough. It's just tough. And I think he handled it with, with grace and how we always handle everything. Right, right.
1: What do you expect moving forward now? It kind of bottomed out this year. When does it point up again?
7: We got, we got to make that change, everybody on that roster. And it, I think it starts with uh, free agency and draft, uh, making a better roster. But I, I think we have a good enough roster to, to compete. We have to make those plays. And so everybody is going to start in OTAs. When everybody come back in and everybody realize, like, okay, if we suck again, it wasn't because of, it wasn't because of Belichick. It wasn't his fault. And so it's, it's on us. It's on the people that's in the building.
1: Are you good to go? Healthy? Ready
7: to roll? Yeah, for sure. For sure.
1: Had to be hard to have it happen so early. Man, all I wanted time, to come back. All I wanted the time.
7: To play. You always thought about coming ready? back? Yeah. 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 I thought, every day. Every, yeah. I, man, I was watching football. Yeah. I wanted to come back. But it's just tough. You got to make sure that you're mentally and physically ready. ready to go. Right. So right. mentally I was ready, but, you know, physically. There yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: We yeah. will be looking forward to seeing you next year Get back and it. if we're in dallas we're nine going nine to kitchen and lounge and i'm getting the mac and cheese I'm and i'll nine. tell you how it is Oxtail for me.
2: see me you tomorrow
4: Peace, have a great ya. thursday you.
2: reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem uh, reese's you did it you stumped this charming devil